upon further review. Even though he knew going in that this draft might be defensive-centric for the Panthers, there's no way first-year coach Matt Rule envisioned an all-defensive player draft. We did not go in. We, we knew it was going to be defense-heavy, but we didn't go in with that. I think there was two times where we had, you know, we had an offensive guy as the next guy up. As we got within three or four picks, um, you know, that, that, that offensive player went away, so we went back to a defensive player. So um, I think, you know, we thought maybe we'd, we'd, we'd draft one or two defensive players, but knowing that we, we really truly felt like we had addressed the offense and free agency and um, defensively just uh, knew we needed, you know, to do something similar to this. Um, but the way it played out, it played out and we're good with it. Rule says that Phil Snow, his defensive coordinator, is understandably excited. Yeah, you know, we were all on a – we had like a couple different video conferences, so I had one with the staff. I was talking to them as they went. And um, I think I think he was you know pleased with it obviously and um, you know it means that, you know it means he's going to be depending on some rookies at some positions you know so that's always that's always a challenge but I think we felt really good about the guys that we uh, that we took and I think that's one of the really good things about our staff you know even um, you know Joe Brady in the offensive side you know even you know Evan Cooper's our corners coach you know we waited till the fourth round to take a corner knowing that we had a need um, but guys were just kind of all in understanding that this was you know this was a special draft where we had to you know just we're not in a position to take the best player to position we had to take the best available player and uh, but I think Phil felt really good about it and um you know all the guys we got we, we feel really good about their athleticism and you know when I say developmental that doesn't mean that hey they're not where they need to be you know as I said last night it just means we think these guys all have tremendous upside moving forward a sleeping giant perhaps in Bravion Roy one of Rule's former college players when I first took the job, Marty was out at the East West and he called me and said, man, your kid, because uh, Bravion was playing in the East West game, said he's killing it out here. And, you know, Bravion's such a big man that people don't realize how athletic he is. And he did not get invited to the combine. So he, he got invited to an all-star game, but not the combine. And had he gone to the combine at, you know, 330, he probably would have run 48 and jumped really high. He's just a really good athlete. And so um, I think as, resort, as, a, as a result, canceled pro days he never got a chance to show what he could do but obviously we've all seen it you know we've all seen not just his play but we've all seen his athleticism and I think that you know we felt really good about his versatility he's also a tough guy you know we played the big 12 championship game he had knee surgery the following Monday and then played in the bowl game which you know a lot of guys won't do so um, he's just a really powerful guy and uh, I think he gives us versatility on the defensive front and and, um, you know, like, like I said, you can't fix everything. You can't, you know, replace every position that, you know, that where you lost a guy, but you can have a strength. And with the guys we have coming back, you know, and the guys we signed and Stephen Weatherly and, um, you, know, you know, last year the commitment to Brian Burns and Haynes and, and uh, F.A. Obata, who I'm really, really high on, you know, signed Chris Smith, K.K. comes back, uh, signed Zach Kerr, now bringing these guys in. Um, we just want to have a really healthy room and a room where we can play a lot of guys. And I think that's going to be one of the keys to our success. So Bravion's a young player, but uh, he fits in the mold of Derek. You know, he's not as tall, but really big and really, really athletic. Ah, finally, a cogent explanation of the dreaded and somewhat nonsensical saw, quote, we take the best player available, end quote. Thank you, Coach Rule. Yeah, I'm going to be really direct with you. I think when people always say best player available, I, I, I said it last night, I think it's within reason. You know, like, we, we don't just want to collect talent. We want to build a team. What you, what you won't do, and, and I think what people mean when they say best player available is we're not going to reach for somebody. We're not going to say, hey, we need a corner, but we're going to go draft a round later. Um, and I think that's why we didn't take one in the third. You know, we, we, saw, we saw a guy, we saw the opportunity to go up and get Chin and said, hey, it's not a corner, but it's, it's really the best player available. As we got into the fourth, 
Um, we felt really good about, about Troy. And, you know, here's a guy that, you know, he, he's, he's from right down the road. He's a, a track athlete, which means usually when you're a track athlete, you're a little bit of a perfectionist technique-wise. You're, you know, you're into training. Um, I had a great video conference with him the one day. My wife was actually cooking on the other side uh, where I was doing the video conference. And afterwards, she said, who was that? Like, that's a professional. Like, just really, really mature guy. And he's played a lot of football. So um, in a year where there's no off-season program, no OTAs as of right now, uh, I think he has the maturity to come in and, and help us in training camp. Up next for the Panthers staff, the undrafted free agent process. The, the undrafted free agent process to me is is unbelievably important. Um, you're going to find starters. You're going to find at, 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 for every team, and you're going to find guys who are going to help your team. Um, you know, as we went through the free agent process this year, and, and we're talking about who we're going to pay millions and millions of dollars to, a lot of those guys, not just us, but other places, um, started in the NFL as undrafted free agents. I think over half of the t uh, players in the NFL were undrafted free agents. I believe that's true. So, um, you know, I don't look at it as like, you know, first round player versus eighth round player, seventh round player. I look at it as, you know, players and um, everyone gets here differently. It's about what you do when you get here. So that's really why, why, why Marty's on the phone is he's still negotiating contracts and making this process work. Um, you know, so I think that this is really important to us. It's important to the fabric of our team. And, and um, you know, just a couple of years ago, Robbie Anderson, who's, you know, a significant free agent for us this year, he was, he was an undrafted free agent calling me saying, Hey, should I go to this team or should I go to that team? He, you know, and here he is three years later signing a, a great deal. So, um, someone that we signed to, you know, tonight will, uh, will be a starter in this league and help us win. It's a pretty interesting question here. Does coach rule expect that playing rookies in the NFL will mirror playing college freshmen? Yeah, I think with the situation, um, you know, th this year for us, you know, in terms of, um, where our roster is, you know, the guys that we have coming back, we're going to have to depend on rookies and, you know, um, even if you don't depend on them early, you know, typically with injuries, you're going to depend on them late. And so um, obviously I'd love to go out there with all veterans, guys who've been through it for a long time that, you know, are battle tested, but um, you know, th that isn't always the case. And so I, I always look at it like my jobs to make sure that whoever we have, they're prepared, they're ready to go. And um, I think this year, especially with the circumstances we're under right now, our veterans are going to have to do a great job of, you know, making sure these guys understand, Hey, this is what it means to truly be a bro, a pro. And, um, you know, we want to have standards of professionalism that our young guys walk into. And I think we were very meticulous in who we, who we um, drafted to make sure that they had that standard. I hope that comes across as e even as you talk to the guys, you know, that, hey, these guys are, understand what it means to be a pro and they're going to they're find a way to make it happen. Staying on the college theme, did his experience being a college head coach help him eval college talent for the pros? You know, I, honestly, I don't know if it helped a ton, you know, like um, it was kind of cool for me today. Like I, I sat there as, you know, obviously my, my job and my priority today was to watching the Carolina Panthers, uh, watch, you know, navigating our process. But watching four Baylor kids get drafted um, was really cool for me. Kent Johnston, who's our director of wellness here, his son got drafted to the L.A. Rams in the seventh round. Um, so that was fun. I, I watched four Temple players that I recruited and coached for a year. I watched them get drafted. So eight of my former players, I had a chance to see that. Um, saw a bunch of our free agents, uh, I think like six or seven kids at, at Baylor, all signed as free agents. Um, and so I, I think, you know, you, you, you realize, you know, coming from college, um, what programs, you know, uh, what, what skill sets, what characteristics carry over. And I've, I've seen a lot of my players, see them in college, and I've seen them go off to the NFL and have success or not. And I think that really helped me in the evaluation process, saying, hey, this, this can be developed. Like, I've seen my guys develop this and develop that. And then I think the background, you know, I mean, we were able to pick up the phone and call a lot of people 
that we know, coaches that we've known a long time and say, hey, tell me about this guy. Tell me about that guy. Um, I don't ever want our coaches to think that the fifth, sixth, seventh round, the free agency, that it's a throwaway. It's not a throwaway. It's a great opportunity to build our roster. And so uh, we worked really hard as a coaching staff uh, finding those guys. And then I think you'll see some of these, uh, you know, undrafted free agents, you know, we recruited in high school. We know them. We know who they are. And I hopefully felt good about that. And finally, with Coach Rule, what areas on the Panther football team currently still need to be massaged? I think, you know, you know, obviously uh, on the offensive line, I think we feel really good about our nucleus, um, you know, but, but, but we just, you know, we need some depth. So I think in, in undrafted free agency. And then, you know, Marty always says, you know, we don't, we don't play till September. And we got to play a lot of time. And he's always working on the roster. So we'll keep trying to improve that. Um, so I think that, that's, that's one area. And I, I want to be great on special teams. I think it's, you know, and you guys will be able to correct me. I think Chase said something the other day, like 18 games in the last two years or eight points or less, you know, one score or less. So I, that to me, how do you correct that? One way you can do that early on with special teams. And so um, that's, you know, that's not just the, the, the punter and the kicker who we have great ones. It's, it's you know, all the guys covering and all those things. So we've, we've been out in the undrafted free agent process trying to find guys who we think can help us on special teams, who can help us in those areas. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we've done a nice job, I think, in the draft and free agency. We just are always going to be looking for depth, and, um, you know, that, that'll, that'll be part of that process. That's first year Carolina Panther head coach Matt Rule after his first NFL draft as a head coach. And I'm Mick Mixon reporting on the Carolina Panther Podcast Network. <laughs>